we were just laying there hanging out with our kids. And I was like, you know what? We should totally move into that big ass ranch. <laughs> we should move into that ranch. We should live there with our family. If we're going to be in a pandemic, might as well own a ranch. And my husband's like, I'm down. You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey friends, when the pandemic started, there was a lot of uncertainty and frankly, there still is. But for a lot of people, that meant cutting back and shoring up emergency funds, focusing on stability, maybe retreating from the big decisions in life. No big moves, but not so for this week's financial grown-up, Rachel Rogers. The CEO of entrepreneur consulting firm Hello7 didn't retreat. She decided to build a retreat. Rachel and her husband, Owen, and their four kids upsized into a huge 50 plus acre ranch and are now even expanding from there. This woman gets things done. In our interview, not only do we discuss the whole buying a ranch during a pandemic thing, but also how she got half her book done in a week, yes, a week, by spending the money to do one thing. I should say investing the money to do that one thing. Rachel is also going to share the best strategic ways to spend money to increase your productivity. Rachel Rogers is a lawyer, the CEO of a million-dollar business named Hello7 that teaches women how to make seven figures because you can't be a feminist if you are broke. Love that logic. Here is Rachel Rogers. Hey, Rachel Rogers. You're a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to hear more about your business, Hello7, which is also your podcast and your upcoming book. Congratulations on it all. Thank you so much. It's an exciting time. <laughs> it is a very exciting time. It's also a pandemic. We're going to roll right into your money story because the Rogers family bought a 50-acre ranch in a pandemic. Rachel, tell us your money story. <laughs> Not something normally done, right? No. In the middle of a pandemic. Okay, so here's the story. It's actually quite interesting. We built a house that we currently live in two years ago. We love it, right? I thought this was our forever house. And literally the moment we moved in, my husband's like, we'll be here a couple of years and then we'll upgrade. And I'm like, no, stop saying that. We're going to live here forever. I don't want to upgrade. <laughs> I want to raise my children here. And sure enough, two years later, we saw a property go on the market here in North Carolina we were like, oh my God, we got to see it. It was a ranch, 50 acres, horse ranch. So it had horses and a beautiful main house on the property. There's also a cottage. There's trails. I mean, it's insane. There's a river runs through it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's a little unreal. And, and Rachel, to put this in context, just maybe four years ago, you were actually living in New York in even in much smaller quarters. Yes. So I lived in an 1100 square foot house in Tenafly, New Jersey, right outside the city. And I loved that house. I loved that town, but I got all the kids in the world and we did not fit. And I was running my business from the house as well. So we were bursting at the seams and needed to expand, right? So we wound up with 50 acres. <laughs> not exactly what I intended. <laughs> right. And to I be clear, you have more space. 
You have four children. Wait, you have four children. What are their ages? They are 20, eight, seven, and two. Oh my goodness. Okay. So you moved into the ranch as we record this about a week ago. And by the way, there's actually a separate Instagram channel for the ranch. Tell us what it's like. So you've now gone up from five years. You've gone from 1100 square feet and correction in New Jersey. I thought it was New York, 1100 square feet in the New York area, recall it. And now you're at this 50 acre ranch. You've got a big to-do list. How are you managing that financially? Do you have a plan? Tell us more. Yeah. Well, I have a big successful business. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is your next investment. Yes, exactly. And so I actually use the things that I want to do in my personal life as motivation to like keep growing the business. And so we we've been having a lot of success. We actually had a million dollar our first million dollar month where we made seven Whoa. figures in a single month in June, which was really exciting. But we were in the process of buying this before that. And so fast forward to February of 2020, you know, we went to see the property. My husband like whispers in my ear, we must do this, right? Like as we're walking around the property. And so I'm like thinking in my head, I don't know how the hell we would pull this off. This feels like a lot. Like I got to wrap my head around it. And we were thinking maybe it's a retreat space and we use it for business and we make money from it as well. I couldn't wrap my mind around actually living there personally. It just felt like, this property is too big. Like who raises their kids on 50 acres? (laughs) And then literally we sat down with the sellers. We connected with them. We had a, they are entrepreneurs as well. Like they felt like our, you know, fairy godparents, right? (laughs) Like they were like almost like mentors, you know, and they are the ones that built this property. And so we were like, you know what? We're going to try to find a way and we'll use it for the business and we'll make money from it. Right. I'm good at that. I'm good at finding ways to make money from things, you know? (laughs) And so I was like, great. And then literally two weeks later, you know, there was like a world pandemic declared and banks weren't even giving out loans, you know, like it was like basically business stopped right in March and April. And so we were like, I don't know what we're going to do with this property. Obviously, this is like a no go because who buys like an enormous property in the middle of a pandemic? (laughs) Maybe not the best choice. And so we kind of hemmed and hawed and we kept in touch with the sellers and we had realtors involved and everything. But in our minds, we really didn't think that we were going to go through with it. And then as the news kept rolling out, it became clear that this is going to be a long-term thing. Like we're going to be in this pandemic for like a year, you know, maybe longer, who knows? And so we were out in our backyard at the house we built that I thought we were going to live in forever we were just laying there hanging out with our kids. And I was like, you know what? We should totally move into that big ass ranch. (laughs) We should move into that ranch. We should live there with our family. If we're going to be in a pandemic, might as well own a ranch. And my husband's like, I'm down. That was the moment where we like committed in the midst of this craziness. It was like, I think we wouldn't have actually gone through with it without the pandemic. So projecting forward, Rachel, Tell us about the business of the Rogers Ranch. What do you envision now? What we envision for it is that we're going to have a little farm. We are going to host retreats. I'm going to use... There's a cottage on the property that I'm going to use for my business as my office. And (laughs) a little sneak peek ahead, we're actually in the process, because we're crazy, of buying the house across the street. Because of course, before we even closed on this property, the house across the street, which is the only other house in the cul-de-sac, 
that house went on the market. And I was like, oh my God, it's the perfect retreat house. It has seven bedrooms. We could house so many clients and we could do amazing retreats on the property. We have to buy it. My financial advisors is like, please don't. (laughs) Can we just, can we take a beat? You know? And I'm like, no, no, no. We have to buy this because when will we get another chance if somebody else buys it? So now we're in the process of purchasing the house across the street. So now we will have 57 acres because that house comes with four acres. So it's like 57 acres total that we will own and we'll rent out the house and do Airbnb and stuff like that. But then we'll have retreats where we'll have like coaching with the horses and we'll go on. We'll have a pool party. We've got trails. We have a tennis court. It's pretty bananas. I personally cannot wait to come. Tell us what is the lesson from this money story for our listeners? How can they put this into their own lives? What can they learn from it? My lesson for you guys is during a pandemic or recession or any type of hard time, I encourage you to expand instead of contract. I think that's what our natural, you know, response is, particularly when it comes to money. Let us just get smaller and contract and you know, we're afraid. And so we shrink ourselves and we shrink our dreams during tough times like this. And I say, no, let's expand. Because I actually think, and I've studied this, there are a lot of businesses and a lot of opportunities and careers that get made during times like this. It's the crazy people who are willing to take risks during these sort of shaky times. Those are the people that wind up having wild success. Like Netflix became what it is in the last recession, you know, because remember they were doing the DVDs and then they started doing streaming because they had to change their business model. And guess what? Now they're an enormous giant. And so I say, look for opportunities to expand. Such great advice. You also have some advice for your everyday money tip that might be a little bit controversial, but going through what I and so many other, especially parents, but really everyone that lives in a household with more than one person is going through in the pandemic, you have an everyday money tip, something you use to get your upcoming book done. Let's hear your everyday money tip, Rachel. Yes. Okay. So my everyday money tip is to pay to be productive. So pay coaches, pay people to babysit you, (laughs) pay people or pay for space to get things done. So I recently wrote a book and the way that I wrote the book, because I live in a household with a bunch of children, a big family. We also have my mother-in-law lives with us. Like there's a lot of people in my house. And so I went to Hawaii for a week. This was pre-pandemic and got half of my book done. And then half half of it. And even when I got back to town, the only way I got the other half done was by going to a hotel (laughs) locally and getting the rest of it done. And then I would meet with a book coach every Wednesday and she would basically sit there and babysit me on Zoom so that I would write. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean... To some degree, like I completely get that. I mean, I was joking. My family interrupted me like 10 times, all with really good things. They wanted to share their opinion on something. They wanted my, my opinion on something. They wanted to sh- tell me something. It was, it was all good things, but it took me like hours to watch a 40 minute video that was for something for work because I couldn't find a place to not be interrupted. And people mean well. Yes. It's a good thing that they want to talk to you, but you just can't always get stuff done. And leaving sometimes is the best thing, leaving temporarily. You know what I mean? Yes. And when you pay for that space, I think sometimes you value it more. Like now we obviously can't go sit at a coffee shop the same way we could before, but even that you're not paying for, I think paying when you pay for someone to watch you, you take it a lot more seriously. 
You know what someone said to me years ago, and I will never forget this phrase. They said, when people pay, they pay attention. I love that. When people pay, they pay attention. Mm-hmm. All right. That's going to be used on one of our Instagram quote boards when we promote this episode, my friend. <laughs> your book, by the way, I do want to say, because I love following you on Instagram, your book is already on pre-sale. Tell yes. us a little bit about the book and... Um, about where people can find you and keep following your adventures of the Rogers Ranch and Hello 7 and all those good things. Yes. So the book is called We Should All Be Millionaires. It's coming out in 2021, but you can get it on pre-order. It's on Amazon and Bookshop and all of the places currently. And it's my blueprint for women who want to build wealth and become millionaires. It's basically, I'm telling you the story of how I did it and how I recommend you do it. So it's real, it's real practical. And then we need you, practical. Yes, practical. Listen, we're mothers. Practical. We are busy. Yeah. We don't got time for like the fluffy nonsense, you know? <laughs> that like the 21-year-olds who are moving to Thailand, like yes. and have entrepreneurial tips. That's great too, but that doesn't necessarily apply to our real life. <laughs> yes. Your four-child husband. Many other people in your house, real life is a lot going on. So the fact that you got this done and you're making a very good living while enjoying your life is, is really good. Where can people continue to follow your journey? Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Rach Rogers ESQ. Don't forget the D. And then you're a lawyer, by the way. Did I mention that to everybody? Okay. (laughs) That's where I started. And then um, you can follow the ranch adventure at the Rogers Ranch on Instagram as well. And also Hello7. Oh, and Hello7 has its own Instagram. So my company now has its own Instagram, which is new. It's at Hello, the number seven, C-O. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, my friends, here's my take. Financial grown-up tip number one. Start thinking about ending the timeout if you haven't already. When the pandemic first started, it was totally understandable that we weren't going to be very productive. So timeout made a lot of sense. But at a certain point, we need to find a way. Despite the fact that the situation very much still stinks for many of us and could get worse, we got to do it. Rachel talks about even paying to be productive. And I agree. If you can do it, do it. If it's not in your budget, well, try to get creative. Maybe create blocks of time where if you can't leave your home, everyone else does so that you can get some work done. Or go to sleep earlier than everyone a few days a week so you can get up and work before they get up. Maybe have an accountability buddy that does it with you and you text each other to make sure you're getting up. You can make excuses that are totally valid, good reasons, but that's not going to get you to your goal. Life has to go on and so does your path to success. Financial grown-up tip number two, don't assume your dreams will always be just dreams. Rachel never imagined moving south and opening up a ranch and a retreat. In fact, that wasn't even in the dream category at a certain point, but here she is. Dream big and then break it down into small steps that you can work towards. Even if the overall timeline has to be extended, just keep making progress and don't forget to document it all. Let me know what your big dreams are. What's your equivalent of the Rogers Ranch? DM me at BobbyRebel1 on Instagram. That's BobbyRebel and the number one on Instagram. I would love to hear from you guys. I am also giving away 25 free everyday money tips from our all-star financial grownups, people like Barbara Corcoran, Kevin O'Leary, Farnoosh Tarabi, and other all-star amazing financial brilliant people. Just go to BobbyRebel.com to get on the grownup list. That's BobbyRebel.com. 
And thanks to all of you guys who have been leaving reviews, including Spud McDuck, who calls Financial Grown Up a perfect fit, saying, Bobby covers great topics in an appropriate amount of time. 15 to 20 minutes is perfect, and the tips at the end provide a great summary with actionable takeaways. Thanks so much for that. And please, you guys, if you have just a few minutes, I know you're busy. If you have just a few minutes, please take a few minutes to rate, review, and maybe recommend the podcast to a friend. Rachel Rogers' book, We Should All Be Millionaires, A Woman's Guide to Financial Freedom and Economic Power is available for pre-order. So go ahead and reserve your copy. It's coming out in May. And big thanks to the fantastic Rachel Rogers for helping us all be financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.